Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Empowerment Place. This is your host, Apostle Valerie Burrell, here with my husband, Benny. We are grateful and thankful to God for another week. Amen. This week, we will have as the preacher, Minister Angelo Goshen. Angelo was with us a few weeks ago, and he's back with us again this week to share with us as the Spirit of God has led. He will be coming to us from the topic, Answering the Call. And Angelo, I have to share with you just quickly. Um, right before we went live, one of my friends sent me an invite to watch her Facebook Live video. And so I clicked on it very briefly. But as soon as I clicked on it and I looked at the front of the pulpit and what did it read, Answering the Call. Wow. <laughs> wow. Answering the Amazing. Call. Amazing. And I said, yay, God, okay, answering the call. (laughs) So without further ado, listening audience, we ask you to invite some friends, let somebody know that Angelo is on the line, on the air, about to bring forth a powerful word, invite them, send them the link, whatever you need to do. But let's fill the lines up tonight to hear what the Spirit of God has to say from this manservant, Minister Angelo Goshen. I now turn it over to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Again, I would like to thank y'all for having me on, you and your husband. Um, I don't even know how to begin to to just express how thankful and how grateful I am um, for y'all and for allowing me to, to speak and, and give a word. And I'm certainly, certainly thankful to God for trusting me to, to deliver his word. Um, I think it goes without saying sometimes, but then again, it needs to be said that, you know, we can't do anything without God. So we've got to first always give honor to him and, and magnify his name. And um, with that being said, uh, I want to give uh, thanks to, to the founders of, of my church home, Bread of Life Christian Center here in Columbus, Georgia, uh, founder Bishop uh, L.D. and Lady Ruth Skinner Sr., and then the pastor L. Darnell and First Lady Arnie Skinner Jr. for also allowing me to to speak God's word. Um I don't take it lightly, and I'm very appreciative of being able to to talk and and express some things that that's on my heart that God certainly gives to me, um, and He challenges me, and and He He keeps me going, and I'm just I'm just thankful, and I'm certainly blessed, and I'm appreciative of it all. So, the topic tonight is answering the call, and uh, there's a lot into it, and um, I hope I I give you something that that helps you in life and that you can apply, not just hear the word, but, but understand it and be able to use it in your, in your personal life and uh, to bring others to, to church with you and, and let God do what he does because we can't save anybody, but God can save us all. So it's just our job to try to get people to, to lean on Christ and, and trust in the way we do as, as believers and followers. So answering the call, um, I'm going to start back when I accepted my calling into the ministry, which was 2018. Um, what happened, I had moved here in December of 2017 from my home state of Arkansas. I moved here, didn't know anyone. Um, got out here, um, started my job, and um, wasn't even out here a good month. And just God was dealing with me, and, and it was it was it was just on me, felt like the weight 
of the world was on me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, what's going on? And at that time, of course, I wasn't, I wasn't really thinking about God calling me and God was speaking to me and trying to get me to, to see it um, and not only look to, to myself but to him. And so I was confused and, and I was just going through things and, and trials and uh, it, it just was like, okay, what's going on? What's going on? So all of January, I'm just confused and I'm like, Lord, this is January of 2018. And I was like, okay, what's going on? What's going on? So I Google. I was like, oh, I know what it is. <laughs> I, I don't have a church home yet. I, I'm not going to church. I'm not giving God any of my time. So let, let's start with that. So I Googled um, churches, and I mean, there's there's a ton of churches. And I was like, well, God, just show me where you have me to go worship. And Bread of Life is, is what stuck out. And, of course, I went and, like they say, the rest is history, but I went and, and Bishop Skinner, um, came through. He was being escorted in, and he kind of stopped and he turned around and he and he smiled at me. And I was like, well, maybe he doesn't know who I am. I, he maybe he thinking I'm someone that I'm not, because this is my first time ever coming to this church. So I know he don't know who I am. And um, so after service, um, I went to talk to to Bishop, and and he was just like, hey, I walked by you, and he said, I felt this warm presence. He said, that's why I pointed to you and smiled. And I was like, yes, sir, and now we kind of talked, and I told him where I was from and, and what brought me to the church that day. And so um, fast forward a week after that service, um, I, I said, Bishop, I, I need to talk to you. Um, I, I think God has a calling on my life. And at that time, it was just me saying, I think, I think God has a calling on my life. I wasn't, wasn't sure. I just knew that something in my heart and something in my spirit was was empty, and, and I was like, okay, so what is it? How do I feel this this emptiness and, and feel like I'm carrying all of this weight, and I don't want to feel like that. So, and God had been dealing with me and dealing with me and dealing with me, and so when I went and met with him, like I said, a week later, and uh, I told him, like, story, I was like, I think God has a calling on my life. This is why I think that. This is this is my story. Here it goes. You know, I told him going through a divorce and just moved out here. I don't have any, you know, family out here. I don't have, you know, any friends. I'm new, so I'm isolated. So, you know, I just went through the whole story. And um, he's like, yeah. And then his story, many, many years before my story, he said, oh, that sounds similar to me. Our story sounded alike. He was like, I was from North Carolina and then, you know, and I didn't want to come to Georgia and, and all of this. And so we just kind of talking. And I was like, okay, that's interesting um, that it was like that. But it dawned on me after that, um, answering the call. So February rolls around. And this is when I stopped saying, I think God has a call in my life. This is when I said, okay, God, I hear you, and I'm ready. So February of 2018, I accepted my calling into the ministry, and that was, like, the best decision. I mean, you know if, you, if you're on God's side, you know there's no greater decision you can make in your life to follow Christ. And after I did that thing, that doesn't mean everything was better and perfect at that time. That meant it's time to get busy for the kingdom of God. And so that means you have work to do, and you're going to have challenges, and things are going to happen because they're supposed to to make you think that God is not with you. 
the enemy attacks more. And that's that's what I'm trying to get people to understand. Like it seems like when you when you take that leap of faith that that oh my gosh did I do the right thing and or did I do something wrong or God punishing me or what what did I do because everything started happening after I accepted my calling. Um, like for instance, my truck um, starter went out. So I'm out here like having to try to find a ride to work and don't know anyone and and thankfully God put someone in place that lived in the same apartment complex as I did and had the same job. <laughs> so she had to be at work the same time I did. So she was giving me a ride to work until my truck was fixed. And by, by the grace of God, I had enough money to to get my truck, you know, fixed. So the guy repaired it pretty fast. Um, I think it went out like on a Wednesday, and he had it back to me on a Saturday. So. He did it pretty fast, and I, was, and I was very thankful and blessed. But I was thinking to myself, had I not said, okay, God, I'm ready, and I'm, I'm ready to do what you have for me, not not intro, but God, if I hadn't answered that call, what would it have been? Because I would have had the faith to believe, like, okay, how do I how do I put this together? How do I get to work? How? Because you just would have been spinning out, spiraling out of control, because you, you didn't have anybody to turn to or to depend on because of my faith, because I answered the call, I wasn't overly concerned about anything from that point forward, meaning sometimes flesh, because things catch you off guard, flesh sometimes make you question, like, ooh, what what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Or am I sure this is what I'm supposed to be doing at this time? Or that's just, but that's the trick of the devil and sometimes it's not the devil sometimes god is testing you okay you say you have faith and and you say you're following me but how about i take this away from you and then what is your response to that do you get angry do you get upset or do you pray harder have more faith I'm, i'm going to test your faith because you have to have faith to walk with christ because things aren't going to always be visually your natural eyes, you're not going to see things. But in your spiritual eyes, God shows you and unveils a lot of things. But you have to learn how to tap into that. It's not It's not just, oh, I see that I want to have a million dollars. It's like, okay, God, how do I get to this? This is what I want to do. But in Angelo's eyes, well, I just work this job, so I'll never have that. Well, you know, the power of life and death is in the tongue. So it's what you speak. It's, it's how you go about life. And with Christ, the thing of it is, you have to answer calls because he's going to challenge you often, and, and you have to be able to answer the call. So answering the call is not just being called into ministry or being called to, to do something in the church, because guess what? We also have to answer calls in life, meaning men, we're, we're called to lead. We're called to be husbands and fathers and leaders. And and that entails more than just being a title. When when you answer a call, God has called you to something, it's with great expectation, and you should do it with excellence. You can't halfway answer the call. Well, God, I'm, I'm going to be a husband, but I'm also going to have other women. Well, you, that's not answering the call. Answering the call is, is you lead by example. And so when you have that wife, then that's all you have. You don't have the other women because there shouldn't be other women. You got to answer the call. And when you answer your phone, prime example, do you just pick up the phone and don't say anything? 
No, you have a conversation. Hello, and wherever the conversation goes, it goes. So what makes you think you can partially be a husband? You can't. You have to answer the call. And the same thing with being a dad. You can't be a dad when it's convenient for you. You have to be a dad all the time. It doesn't matter if you're with the mother or not. See, sometimes we get so caught up into, well, I don't like her or I don't like him if you're a mother or in those things, and we forget that it has nothing to do with that. We have to answer the call to be what God has called to be. If you're a mother, be a mother. If you're a father, be a father. And, and y'all raise those kids together or that child, but you cannot partially do that. It doesn't work by partially doing something. So answering a call means you got to go all the way. It's not part of the way. So when God calls you in to do something, you have to answer it fully. And like I said, it's in life, and, it, and it's also in spiritual, but you have to have your physical in order for your spiritual to flow because if you're – physical is broken down and being down, then you're not going to be able to tap into your spiritual because you're so worn out. You can't think, you can't focus in the physical. So our bodies is our physical temple and God wants us to take care of that as well. And so if you're lying and cheating and doing all these things, that has a negative impact on you. God can't use you in that sense. So you have to understand when you answer the call that that it's fully, that God don't want bits and pieces. He wants you fully engaged, fully doing the things that he has called us to do. And and that's very important. And that's not just men, women. You have to answer the call. He calls you to be a mother, then be a mother. He calls you to be a wife, then be a wife. And he calls women into nurturing the household, not just the children, but you, you nurture everything in the house. And that is important because that's what keeps everything together and it's important to answer that call if you're called into being a mother then you, you have to be a mother fully you can't partially be a mother well, i'm gonna feed my kid today but i'm not gonna feed him for the next two weeks that's not you have to do it the whole way you don't want partial you don't want pieces he wants you to do everything because a child is a blessing from the lord whether you know that or not there are blessings, and, and it's our responsibility to, to give them our best um, and certainly lead them to Christ. And so answering the call is very important. So to understand that one thing we always have to remember is if we pray about things before we get into them, uh, God will give us what we're praying about, or he'll answer the questions. Because sometimes we get into things that, wasn't meant for us. Um, so if you're answering a call that's not yours, guess what? <laughs> kind of like a telemarketer, right? Well, maybe I shouldn't answer that call because everything is not for you. Sometimes we, we get into gossip. That's not our call. But you answer it anyway because somebody comes say, hey, did you hear what such and such done or did you hear about this? Well, you don't have to answer that call because that's not Christ-like. That's not what God has told us to do. So if you want to get up into gossip and, and negativity and all of that, do you think that's of Christ? Um, and you know it's not. So don't answer that call. Like I said, you don't have to answer every call, but the calls that are of Christ, you know, because they go together and it is appealing to God and it makes you feel good. Um, because even the people who, who do wrong in this world, 
they know that they're wrong, and they don't have peace about themselves. I know people think that they do, but they don't. Um, it's not a peaceful way of living um, to get up and, and seek out and do wrong um, because you don't get away with it in the end, and, and you don't feel good about yourself. But if, if you're like me, you want to feel good about the things you do in life, and you want to be able to tell people, you know, this is what God has done for me. I answered the call. He called me into this, and he called me into that. And everything that he called me into, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability, and I'm not going to lag. That doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes. That doesn't mean that at all. Mistakes come with it because we're human. But that just means you just pick yourself up and you keep going. But that doesn't mean that that call wasn't for you. And something that um, dawned on me the other day um, as I was getting ready for this segment, um, about two days ago, I was um, just thinking about when, when God calls us to do something, let's just say feed the homeless or donate clothes or donate, give time to a charity or whatever is going on, money, whatever it is, that's, that's answering a call. God put that on your heart to do. And so, but when we do those things, we have to be mindful that we are answering a call for God, but not a call for man. So you have to be careful when you do things. Um, and are you doing it for God or are you doing it for self-gratification or being noticed? And social media has really caused us, I think, that's all. I, was, I fell victim to it myself a few times about doing something, and then guess what? First thing you want to do is, oh, I did a good deed today. I need to go post this. But that's not how it's supposed to be. If you do something and it's in your heart, it's in your heart and it's, it's given to you by God to do. You've answered a call for God to do something good for someone else who's less fortunate or whatever the case may be. But we're not supposed to brag about those things. We're not supposed to boast about what we do for those who are less fortunate. And the scripture says this. And this is Matthew 6. Um, it says, beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. And And it goes on. And own, but what it's saying is, if I gave you an assignment, you're answering a call for me, then answer that call in private. <laughs> you you don't have to go blast. I did this and I did that because you're getting your reward from man here on earth, and not from God in heaven. And so you have to be mindful of these things. So when you answer a call, it's okay to do it in private because that's the word I just read it to you. It's okay. You don't have to brag or boast or tell someone, oh, I gave some clothes away or I did this or I went and fed. Just do it in private because is it in your heart or you're answering the call of flesh or you're answering the call of God. So that is something to always be mindful of and understand that when we do things, do it out of the goodness of your heart. Do it because there's a need for it and someone needed something from you, or maybe you needed something from someone, but you don't have to go make that public. Sometimes it might embarrass the person. Sometimes it might create problems for the person or for yourself. So 
instead of trying to pat yourself on the back or, oh, look what I did, do it in private because then it's authentic. God sees it. That's all that matters. God knows what you did. You don't need earthly people to tell you good job. Let God tell you you did a good job because I promise you he can bless you in ways that no man, no man, no amount of money, no amount of cars, houses, whatever here on earth can do anything for you. God can give you all of those things and then some, and you don't even have to work for them because God gave it to you. He gifted it to you, and and that's the difference. So if you're going to answer a call to help the needy, then answer that call, but do it in private. If you're going to answer that call to be a husband, then be a husband to your wife, not to your wife and other women. If you're going to answer that call to be whatever, that there's so many things that God calls us to answer, but we have to do it and do it the right way. If you're going to be a wife, be that wife. If you're going to be a mother, be that mother. If God calls you into these things, then do it to the best of your ability. But understand, it's okay if you make a mistake. It's okay. We'll stumble sometimes. We'll fall sometimes. But we just get back up and keep pushing forward and understand that that's life. But don't waddle in it. Just get it up, shake, get up, shake it off, and keep pressing forward because there's no greater gift than what God can gift us. And so just keep pressing forward and keep going on and just always give honor to God and always stay focused on the mission and the task and always answer the call. When God calls you into something, he, he's already equipped you with everything you need to answer that call and get it done. And when you feel like you're not effective in that, just keep praying. Keep praying, well, God, you called me to do this, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. I don't know if I have the means to do it. But guess what? If God calls you to something, he equips you with what you need. So just go with it, attack it, and he'll make a way for you because you don't have to look with your natural eyes. Look with your spiritual eyes. Just stay prayed up fast, keep pressing forward, and let God use you in a mighty way. I hope I've said something that resonates with someone and has blessed someone like it when God gave this word to me it blessed me and like I said I even stepped on my own toes in some of this and so um, it's just let God use you and, and answer the call amen amen that, that's an encouraging word um, to answer the call uh, Angelo and I think sometimes you know even as you were sharing about Sometimes we're uncertain, like when you said you went to Bishop and you said, I think there's a call. But then you went back and you were like, okay, there is a call. I think sometimes um, people are not certain of what their purpose is in the earth, and especially when it comes Mm -hmm. to the things of the church, because you said, I need to find a place to worship. And so you found a place to worship. And so because you're there, of course, there's work to be done. But I want people to understand, because you gave the examples of being the husband, being the wife, um, because there's so many things that we can be called to. Make sure that you are not, that the call is indeed from God, of God, for God, um, and not something that's been um, coerced by the opinion of man. And I think sometimes Mm -hmm. that's why people get tripped up. They, you know, they, they they become a part of a ministry and, the leaders see that there's an anointing, a gifting, um, they're social, so let's give them an assignment. Let's give them a task. And so in the church, you say, okay, we're going to give you this, and you say, okay, because you want to be used. 
and you think that, hey, God is going to be so pleased because he, I'm being used. But if it's not according to what he's purposed for your life, you're going to find yourself getting frustrated. <laughs> you're going to find yourself getting frustrated <laughs> because you're mm-hmm. in a position that man fought for you versus that which God has purposed for you. So it's important. Yeah, you have to answer the call, but make sure you answer the call that's from the Holy Ghost and not from anybody mm-hmm. else. Make sure that it right. is in alignment with the purpose that God has for you. And have to know that it's not just in the church that God will use you. There are seven spheres of influence that the Lord will use you. He can use you as a teacher. He can use you in the marketplace. He can use you in finances. He can use you anywhere he wants to use you. But he wants to make sure that wherever it is, whatever sphere of influence that he desires to use you in, whatever he has purposed for your life, his intent, his original intent for even putting you here on the earth, he wants you to answer that call more than anything else in the world. Because what what is it going to profit us? We get up, we get before him, and we say, Lord, I served as an usher. I sing on the praise team. Lord, I was a hostess. I was pastor's aide. He said, okay, all of that stuff was good, but you never got to what I called you to. <laughs> yeah. He'd be looking like, like, what? <laughs> but, God, I was at the yeah. church, and I was doing all this. Okay, that's good, but that's not what I purpose for you. So, people, we have to get to a place where we are so engaged with the Holy Spirit, and we have become students of the word, understanding the kingdom of God, that we don't, we don't confuse doing things in the church for, for, for doing things for God, because they're not, Lord have mercy, Angelo, see you just started something, I'm going to digress, I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> oh, that's all right, that's all right. Oh, you got me started. Uh, I, I just really want people to understand, because we do, it, it is, you know, the word, the word lets us know that we're to fellowship with our brethren, that's a good thing. Being a part of a ministry is an absolutely great thing, but I don't want anybody to confuse the fact that what you do for church, in church, is the only thing that God is probably requiring of you. Some of us, we are called. We're called to ministry, and that's our full-time thing. That's what he wants. He's, but with that, there are some things that are attached to it that he's still requiring of us. And so I don't want people mm-hmm. to just think that because I'm in the church doing the work of the church, that that's it. That's not it. There's probably something more that the Holy Spirit desires to res- to to, to release to you, to cultivate in you, that it will come forth and glorify God in so many different ways. And so we have to ourselves not to just answer the call of what we do in ministry, being the husband, being the wife, being the teacher, being the preacher, being any of those things that we're feeling led to do, make sure that you are tapped in to hear what it is the Spirit of God is saying so that you're being led by the Spirit to fulfill his original intent. That call is what he, I desire, ask God, he desires that we answer that call. Amen? Amen. Amen. Oh, God, amen. <laughs> Whew, we have several callers. <laughs> we do have several callers on the line. If there's someone who has a quick question or a comment, you can press one and we can bring you live. Um, amen. We do invite you to join us tomorrow morning. We'll be back on the air at 8 o'clock a.m. with Coach's Keys. Uh, we'll be back on the air again on Thursday. We have a guest author that will come and share with us about his book at 3 p.m. on Thursday. And then we'll be back next Sunday um, to hear from Empowerment Place Chesterfield with Pastor Daryl and Prophet Kendall 
Harris. They'll be with us on next Sunday at 8 p.m. Okay, we don't have any questions or comments, no remarks, Angela. I'll give you the opportunity to pray us out. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, first we would like to just say thank you. Thank you for allowing us to see another day, Lord, that was not promised to us, Lord. We don't take it for granted, Lord. We ask you to continue to, to be with us, Lord. Order our steps, Lord. Be a light on our path, Lord. Direct us, Lord, in a way that you will have us go, Lord. Let us answer the call your way, Lord, and let us stay focused, and let us not take our eyes off of you, Lord. Let our eyes stay fixed on you, Lord, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how challenging it gets, Lord, because we know that if we stay fixed on you, Lord, we'll get through everything, Lord. We'll cross every T and dot every I, Lord. Just continue to be with our loved ones, Lord, in their absence, Lord. Continue to stay with us, Lord, as we we travel up and down these dangerous highways, Lord. And in closing, Lord, just stay with the Burrells, Lord. Continue to let their ministry grow, Lord. And continue to be with us, Lord, and our families, like I said, Lord, and, and, and uplift us, Lord, and encourage us, Lord. And when we fall, Lord, just keep on lifting us up, Lord, and pushing us on, Lord. Let us not be so hard on ourselves, Lord. We ask this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us this week at the Empowered Place. Always you to do something every day to empower yourself. But once empowered, my brothers and sisters, please take the responsibility to empower someone. Else. We say God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. Join us again next week. Be blessed.